Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily. In association with Moonrise Cricket, Indian Premier League 2020 13th edition. Every day, every game, every spill, every fill, every triumph, all the way to the IPL Trophy. Oh my word! We waited four months for the IPL to come around, and we have had two cracking games. Today's game, I am still getting over it. We've just seen a terrific super over Delhi Capitals winning in the super over. We'll talk all about that in today's show, and if we get time, <laughs> if we get time, we'll talk about Sunrisers Hyderabad against the Royal Challengers Bangalore. This is the Cricket Badger Podcast, the daily IPL pod, brought to you by the fans for. All the fans and the two fans involved today representing the Sunrisers Hyderabad. It's Neil Varani. Neil, welcome to the podcast. Hi, James. Thanks for having me. And uh, that was some game today, wasn't it? It was a bit of a cracker. I, I really don't know um, what to say. It's one one way, then the other. We thought Delhi would be miles away from anything competitive before Marcus Stoinis came in and did something we were possibly not expecting because of uh, how he finished games um, during the series with England. And then um, somehow Punjab managed to drag themselves out of a hole only for it all to come down to the wire again at the end. Yeah, they both lost it. They both won it. They both lost it again. It was a ridiculous game today. To talk to us about the Royal Challenges Bangalore is a man in Bangalore. That's quite fitting, isn't it? It's Samson Peter. Sam, how are you? I'm doing good, James. Thank you so much for having me here. I mean, we were talking just before Neil uh, finally managed to get his technology working this evening about that uh, that one short that basically Kings Eleven Punjab won that game. The umpire gave it one short. The replay showed the bat going across the line. It should have been Kings Eleven Punjab's point, shouldn't it? Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't see that. Honestly, on, on the replays, the bat was just over the line. It's Chris Jordan's bat slid in, slid out very quickly. Did you see that, Neil? Yeah, I think the I've got a bit of sympathy here with the umpires. I think the problem they have is that if something doesn't get called straight away, you wonder how that extra run affects 
what happens in the uh, in the following balls because it seemed to be like half an hour before the commentators with all their video replays actually realised what was going on. You would have thought it would have been possible for somebody to just get in the ear of an umpire and say, should we just change the scoreboard because we need to get this right? Because this is, a, this is a big tournament. This is a big deal. These points matter, don't they? Well, they brought in the Hawkeye for Frontfoot Nobles. Those cameras are, are still there for, um, for making sure that someone's made an entire run. So the technology is already in place if they're just fixed cameras. I imagine the IPL committees will meet this evening and they will change the rules to make sure that doesn't happen again. But it's a bit too late for the Kings eleven, isn't it? Let's just quickly run through the game, Sam, and we'll uh, dissect this a little bit. Delhi Capitals made 157 for 8, rescued by... Stoinis's uh, fantastic 53 from 21 balls. They made 57 from the final three overs of their innings. And then we saw the Kings 11 Punjab make exactly the same score. Mayank Agarwal was absolutely magnificent for his 89. He just ran out of steam at precisely the wrong time. He gifted the uh, Delhi Capitals two wickets off the final two balls. They threw the game away there after, after I said they, they won it. And then Rabada magnificent in the super over. Who would be your man of the match from the game we've just seen there, Sam? I think it should, it should definitely be Marcus Furness. I mean, the way he played, especially in the last two overs, my goodness. I mean, that is unbelievable. I mean, someone like Chris Jordan, he's, he's really good in the death overs. I mean, hitting him for three, five boundaries and special. He definitely deserves to be the man of the match. And I think Royal Challengers Bangalore have made a mistake you know, losing him out. I think Mike Eston really should hit him. You know, he was in Punjab, he let go of him and uh, he, he came back to Royal Chance Bangalore and then let go of him. And I think Marcus Turnus, he really played well. He definitely deserves to be the player of the match. And Neil, that final final over that um, Stoinis bowled, I didn't think it was that great. And the final ball to Chris Jordan when they effectively needed just one run to win the game, uh, it was a leg stump full toss, wasn't it? And Rabada, fantastic catch, but I don't think it was a fantastic death over. But when it's your day, it's your day, isn't it? It reminds me a lot from personal viewing of Hardik Pandya holding against Bangladesh in the last World Cup. Absolute dross over. (laughs) But when it came down to it, the batsman either got complacent or wanted to finish with a big flourish and just gifted their wickets. Two, three wickets in the Bangladesh game. It was uh, three, two uh, wickets here, which were completely unnecessary, where the famous Nerdle down to third man would have won the game in both those games. But out of nowhere, the game's been lost. Well, we are going to now look ahead to the Sunrisers Hyderabad against the Royal Challengers Bangalore. Another big game and promises to be another close one as well. The points have been shared between these two sides over the last two seasons of IPL. Let's start with Sunrisers. Let's start with Neil about his team. Trevor Bayliss, the coach. David Warner back as captain. Do you think that's a good move, Neil, to bring David Warner, the Aussie, back in? He's obviously missed the last couple of seasons as, uh, as skipper because of Sandpaper Gate, etc. Crucial with the bat, isn't he? Fantastic. Three times orange cap winner. But is he the right man to be leading the team out there? I actually think that David Warner is an excellent captain uh, for T20. Um, so he's shown with Sunrisers and actually, as he showed with Australia, before Sandpaper Gate. He actually seems a completely different person when he's not wearing the yellow. I'm not sure if there's just a little bit of tempering on that aggressive nature. Um, But with Sunrisers, he's been very supportive of young Indian players coming through. He's always been very positive. Um, And he really seems to bring the group together in a way that 
you wouldn't expect given the reputation that David has. But uh, when he has been captain previously, um, or even just leader on the field, um, I think he's really added something to the team there. Trevor Bayliss, it's going to be quite interesting because Sunrisers have a history as a defensive-minded team under Tom Moody, and it's worked very well for them. Trevor obviously brought his ultra-aggressive um, ethos to the England team to great success. So how the two are going to blend, considering there hasn't been a complete overhaul of the squad, um, is going to be interesting to see. That's what they need, isn't it? They need, they need the combined characters to blend perfectly at the top of the Sunrise's uh, food chain there for them to be successful. Let's move across to Sam, and uh, obviously sat in Bangalore. Virat Kohli, your skipper, Sam, He's got a, a glittering CV. He's one of the best players in the world. There's no doubt about any of that. As the Royal Challengers Bangalore skipper, though, he's never got his hands on that trophy. How do people over there see him in terms of uh, RCB? Are, are they right behind him? Do they think he's the, the best thing since sliced bread? Or is anybody critical of him as a captain of that side? Uh, James here, the support keeps going for Royal Challengers Bangalore every, every year. I know we haven't been winning any trophies, but still the support... The support that uh, that Virat Kohli gets. I mean, I've I've been I've been to the stadium, Swami, every every time they play, and the kind of support that Virat Kohli gets is amazing. And uh, I don't I think it's just been sheer bad luck for uh, for Virat Kohli. He's, he's a very good captain. I mean, uh, he's 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 been leading the India team really well, and it's just it's just sheer bad luck. And I think this year the team looks so so composed and there's clarity on the roles, and definitely uh, bringing in Mike Hesson and Simon Katic. It's uh, definitely would have taken a lot of pressure on Virat Kohli as well. I mean, uh, for the past season, I think he's been a bit of a loner. I mean, uh, I don't think he's been getting enough support from the management. But this time, I think all his concerns have been heard. And I think they're filled in every area. And I think Virat has all the right tools and all the right players to just go and bring the trophy home. Aaron Finch coming in at the top of the order there, the Australian he he's not only a, a fantastic batsman in T20 cricket, but he also brings in his experiences being Australian captain as well. So there's somebody else for Virat to lean on. Definitely, it was just A.B. Davis, but now we have Aaron Finch. I mean, um, he's a thinking captain, and that definitely again takes a lot of pressure of Virat Kohli. He can definitely lean on Aaron Finch and you know helping him making some crucial decisions, especially in the depth. We made pretty bad decisions, you know, in the last couple of years, and I think uh, bringing in Aaron Finch that's definitely Neil, looking at the Sunrisers, um, where does Kane Williamson fit into this? Because you look at the side, you, you can't imagine that the Warner-Bairstow opening partnership is going to be split up. Rashid Khan has got to play as the premier T20 spinner in world cricket. That only leaves one other overseas slot there. And there's a fair chance that with Shaqib Al-Hassan out of the way, they're either going to play Mohamed Nabi or one of the other overseas bowlers to try and give them a, a bit more depth in the batting. It's, uh, is Kane Williamson just going to be sitting and watching this IPL? I think the problem that Kane has, the likes of Manish Pandey and Vijay Shankar, are also um, good anchors to the innings. Warner and Bairstow, with their partnership from last year, um, should be locks in the team, certainly to begin with. Rashid Khan, similarly. And then for the fourth place, one thing that... Sunrisers are possibly missing, whether domestic or foreign, is a finisher. Uh, you'd look at Mohamed Nabi, who can take down spin, or Mitchell Marsh or Fabian Allen, who are absolutely destructive against pace. And I don't think that's something that Kane can really offer. So initially, I think he's going to be 
possibly warming the bench there. Um, as pitchers get tougher, then his brand of safer and more consistent cricket will become a lot more important and he may come in at that point. Winners in 2016 when David Warner lifted the trophy, runners-up in 2018. They made the playoffs in five of the seven seasons they've been playing in the IPL. What do they need to do to actually go up that step? I mean, I think we've already seen in the first two games of this competition, there's not a lot between any of these sizes. If you get on a good run, then the sky's the limit, isn't it? I guess that's the, the, the approach Sunrise has got to take in this. I think Sunrisers are really going to come into their own in the second half of the season and the playoffs due to their bowling attack, um, specifically with Rashid Khan and Mohamed Nabi as the spinners as um, the pitchers start to turn a lot more. And also Boothy and Sid, uh, Sid Call with their change of pace um, as the pitchers become slower and more tired. If we can just stay in contention for the first off while the pitchers are a lot truer since they have to be built to last 20 games, then we'll really start to accelerate and rise up the table in the second half. Moonrise is a sports engagement website to allow sports fans to learn from the very best. Get a personal video message recorded for a fan's special occasion. Have a professional cricketer as your next coach by getting video feedback or having a 30-minute conversation with some of the world's best players. Players such as Jimmy Neesham, Colin Munro, Tammy Beaumont, Danny Wyatt, Monty Panasar. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. Sam, Royal Challenges. I know Virat Kohli, he, he made a big play at the auction of telling Mike Hessen, the team director, to get Dale Stain, the veteran South African pace man. He could make a big impact for RCB, couldn't he, if he stays fit throughout this tournament. The one thing with RCB from where, I, where I'm standing is that they look a little bit better in the bowling department. There's a few more options for Virat Kohli when he takes the field. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, getting in, um, uh, you know, uh, Chris Morris to the side and Isar Udana, that's a very good buy, a smart buy. I mean, we got him for a really... Uh, you know, cheap amount, and that's I was expecting him to go at least for three goals. But you know, getting Yasirudana and uh, Chris Morris definitely adds a lot of depth into the bowling, and uh, we don't have to uh, again in the in the depth. If you see the last couple of years, we either had to go with uh, Umesh Yadav or Siraj, who've been uh, pretty expensive, especially in the depth. But but you know, Chris Morris and uh, Yasirudana, they've they've bowled so much in the depth overs, and they know what it takes to you know get us over the line and. Uh, yep, they definitely have a lot of uh, depth in the bowling. So that is one thing that has been sorted for uh, Virat Kohli. Uh, we, we might see uh, Washington Sundar uh, getting more chance and even uh, Chris Morris. So I don't think we'll be seeing Dalesen uh, anytime soon. But I think if he's fit and if he's match fit, and I think uh, he should definitely be included in the playing 11. One of the things with Bangalore is that their, their track uh, you know, in India is a, is a road, isn't it? They make massive scores and then they try and get too many runs for the opposition to chase it down. Do you think it actually plays into their hands a little bit, Sam, that they're going to be playing in, in Abu Dhabi, Sharjah and Dubai and it maybe levels the playing field a little bit and they might be more competitive as a result of that? Oh, yes, I mean, but, you know, we really have all the matchers in the team. So, you know, Chinnasamy Stadium there, I mean, it's, it's a very small pitch. I mean, bowlers have nothing to do with it. I mean, uh, even, even uh, good bowlers like... Uh, Mitchell Sark in 2016, they were they were getting hit and all of that. So I think it's a blessing in disguise. I mean, moving to UAE, I think the bowlers would have you know that freedom to take the risk uh, 
you know the the boundaries are pretty bigger than uh, the chinna swami so i think this is this is a this is a blessing in this guys for royal challengers bangalore and um, yeah i think i think we should, we should not have any problems in terms of bowling we have the depth so i think this year should be good on the two podcasts so far i've asked the four representatives to give me a minute on why their team is going to be a successful in their first game and b go on and win the trophy so i need you to both get excited here i want you to get behind your teams going to start with you neil as the technically home side tomorrow Sunrisers Hyderabad, why are they the team to watch this time and why are they going to lift IPL 2020? In a word, balance. That's, got that's not a minute. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the best T20 bowler in the world. We've got the most uh, consistent world-class batsman in the world. In Kane Williamson, we have the nicest man in the IPL. In Johnny Bairstow, we've got the angriest man in the IPL. We've got the most successful white ball coach of the last 14 months. Um, and actually being in the UAE um, with our bowling attack, as the pitches get slower, spin more, more tired, it's going to become a bowling team's game. Second half of this group stage and the playoffs are going to get very difficult for the batsmen. We have the patient batsmen to take best advantage of that we have the best bowling attack in the competition to uh, take the wickets we're going to be looking at a lot of 150 play 140s not the 180 plus which other teams may find to their advantage so the sunrisers are best placed to take advantage of all the conditions and have the best rounded squad well, it's a pretty, pretty decent attempt, that, I think, Neil, to uh, give Sunrisers Hyderabad a bit of a motivational chat ahead of tomorrow's game against the Royal Challengers Bangalore. Going to go across to you now, Sam. Why, Sam, why is this going to be Virat Kohli's year? Is this going to be the year that he puts the IPL title onto that CV? They came 8th in 2017. They came 6th in 2018. They came 8th in 2019. Tell me... Samson Peter, why the Royal Challengers Bangalore are going to beat the Sunrisers Hyderabad and go on and lift the trophy. You have a minute from now. So firstly, I would say we have the two best world-class players in the side. I mean, uh, there is a, there's definitely a new vibe about the current RCB squad. And maybe we've got uh, Mike Hassan and Simon Gatter joining in and they've given so much clarity in the squad. And they've, they've, done, they've, done, so, they've done so good in the auction. They've got really good players. They've got the depth in the bowling and they've, they've got the depth in the middle order batting and I think they have solved every single issue and that will give Virat Kohli, you know, uh, getting in Aaron Finch and, um, you know, uh, getting in uh, Chris Morris that, that extra two uh, foreign players has given Virat Kohli to, you know, go ahead and express his game and, uh, you know, the, it, in the past it's just been Virat Kohli and A.B. Davis all the time and even this year it's going gonna, it's gonna to be them as well but uh, there's nothing to fear when when you have Virat Kohli and A.B. De Villiers, and they're the they're the two major factors. I believe RCB is gonna win this year. Good effort as well from you, Sam. RCB, the team for Sam. It's Sunrisers Hyderabad for Neil. Just before I let you chaps go today, and thank you for joining me, and thank you to everybody else for contributing as fans on these podcasts. We've seen four teams so far, Neil. Have we seen the winner? Have we still to see the winner in this competition? On the assumption the winner's not playing tomorrow in, in Orange, then I think Delhi are looking uh, very good. Um, if they can cut out 
the collapses which blighted them last year. And you'd hope with the brain trust of um, Ravi Ashwin, hopefully uh, not too badly injured, um, but definitely in terms of strategy and Ricky Ponting as well, then they're going to be Sunrise's biggest opponents this year. And Sam, same question to you. Have we seen the winner in the first four teams we've seen or are we yet to see the winner of IPL 2020? I mean, I hate to say this, but definitely CSK, they, they look pretty strong. I mean, every year we I mean, every year we, we just look at the squad and we, we think that, you know, these guys are retired. I mean, we call them the daddy army here, but they just seem to surprise us all the time. I mean, I couldn't, I can't believe that, you know, uh, losing first two, uh, first two wickets in the first two overs and they got back so strong. And they're not even playing uh, for the for the country. They're all retired players. I mean, so definitely CSK would be a tough opponent opponent for RCB. And I think uh, we should be seeing RCB and Chennai in the finals for sure. And uh, Sam, finally for you, can this IPL stay as as good as it's been? We've had two games that have gone into the final over. We've had a super over. Surely it can't stay as exciting as this all the way through. It's only going to get better. I mean, that's that's the beauty of IPL. You can't really expect what's going to what's going on and that, that's why this competition has been so popular all over the world. So it, it's gonna it's gonna get better, even even though there's no crowd. But you still feel that uh, uh, same vibe that you always feel about IPL. Samson Peter, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. We'll hear from you again as RCB go through this tournament. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much, James. And Neil Varani, it's been a pleasure to talk to you as well. Uh, wish your sunrises all the best as well. Enjoy the rest of the IPL. We'll speak to you very soon as well. Thanks a lot, James. And uh, everybody out there, keep enjoying the IPL. How can you not? We've had two fantastic games. We've got RCB and Sunrisers playing tomorrow. There is plenty more entertainment just around the corner. So stay with us on the Cricket Badger daily IPL podcasts. And uh, you can have your say as well. Get in touch with us at cricket underscore badger or email cricketbadger at hotmail.com. We'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Join us every day throughout IPL 2020. Follow us on Twitter at cricket underscore badger. Join in the fun. We'll see you again tomorrow. Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.